When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the true story of a New York City boy with big town hopes and small neighborhood dreams of becoming BFFs with the Real Housewives and other Bravo celebrities. Then, one day, that dream actually came true. Let me take you behind the velvet rope. Hey guys, this is David. Welcome back behind the velvet rope. How is everybody doing today? We are here joined via Skype because we are all in quarantine with the one and only Alon and Jenny Alande. Did I say your last name right? Yes. Well, it's in Spanish. Allende, but it's okay. Allende is fine. I always say Allende, Allende. How are you guys? I'm great. How about you? Good. Now, you guys look very comfortable where you are. You're outside of your house now? Yes, because we're in quarantine in Puerto Rico. We Actually, we don't live here. We live in Florida. We're between Mexico and Florida, but we have a house here. It's my parents' house, and we came here for an award show and to do some media tours and stuff, and, you know, coronavirus. Coronavirus. It's just, I, I have so much to ask you already just based on that statement, because I thought you guys were in Mexico. See, we have a lot to talk about. Yes. And so you guys are already drinking. Do I see wine there already? Yes. Well, uh, he's drinking like a bomb there or something. It's, it's, uh... It's a pink mojito. Go. You need to bring. You need to bring the bottle because people are not going to understand what we yeah, get this, here in Puerto this, Rico. This, this is. Yeah. Okay, okay, He's going to go get the bottle because this is something that you can only get here in Puerto Rico because it's illegal in the United States because it has so much alcohol. It's like, uh, and that's like his third drink. I'm going to have to like drag him out of the couch. You're making me so. You're making me jealous. It looks so good. I'm like drinking coffee. Like, what the hell is wrong with me? What? I know. Oh my. Wow. 75.5 alcohol. Oh, wow. And it's like, it's like a pink lemonade with alcohol. Yeah. And it has a warning. Show him the warning. It says flammable on on the front label. Show him the back warning. Let me take a picture. The back has actually flammable liquid. Oh my God. I love that. The front, show him the front. That's why you can't export it from Puerto Rico. Now I'm really jealous. I mean, I figured it's like what it's like one in the afternoon. I'm still on my coffee from the morning. Oh, but... well, we woke up really, really early with the kids. They're driving us nuts. Really? Nuts. You'd be so at the now... pool. They've been going to the pool for like four days straight. So today's like day off. So you so you guys don't even you live in Florida full time? We are half of the time, half of the time in Florida. It's really close to Miami. People think it's in Miami, but it's really close to Miami. And then half of the time in Mexico. But now we've been 
coming to Puerto Rico a lot. Yeah, more often. The, more the, often. The, the label wants us to be doing a lot of the music from here, and the recording studio for the label is also in Miami, so we've been kind of stuck on that part of the world. And it's close by. Yeah. <laughs> Before we get into I have lots of questions. I want to hear all about you guys. I want to start way back at the beginning, but what was I going to say? How is Puerto Rico, and how is are, are your parents still in Mexico? Mm-hmm. I, I, they actually they moved to a house in Puerto Rico. They purchased a house in in Puerto Rico. So they oh, wow. li- they're part time in Mexico too, but they are most of the time in Puerto Rico because I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know either. Just we, we've been kind of disconnected for a few months there. So you guys yeah. are all in Puerto. So how is Puerto Rico with this whole thing? Are you guys like pretty much like it's quiet? Everyone's locked down. Same thing as here. Everybody's been locked down a little bit longer than in the United States. Mm-hmm. And to a certain degree, the island, uh, since it went through a lot of catastrophes already, they've been kind of preparing in a sense. And then the coronavirus, I mean, it was just an, another day in Puerto Rico, I guess, you know, for everybody's just like another another battle to be fought and to be won. Yeah, so they've been like stocking up really early and also... Um, you cannot go out depending no, yeah, on the day. Yeah, they were on lockdown. Did you, did you freeze? Did yeah. Froze? It's frozen. It's frozen. So I hello, guess. Hello, hello. Right? Yeah, no. No, 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 Can you guys hear me? Yeah, yes. I can see you and hear you. Now. I don't know the call dropped. I don't know where we were last were. No, that that Puerto Rico is it's everything's on lockdown and everybody here has been has been able to prepare through certain turmoils that they've been in the past and this is just mm-hmm. another opportunity to just be able to to come out successful and everything to to be better hopefully you know that's good yeah I mean like it's pretty locked down here in New York too yeah I mean it's pretty scary you know but before we get into all that so tell me about you guys like. Where are you guys both from? Jenny, I read this. You are from, you're from Hartford, Connecticut. I was born in Hartford, Connecticut. I'm from Connecticut. That's really cool. My grandmother moved there, lived uh, half of her life there. My parents lived there too. But when I was nine months old, they brought me to Puerto Rico. So I was actually raised in Puerto Rico all my life. And that's pretty much it. (laughs) Yeah, he calls me La Gringa. I, mean, I was born in Colorado, so I can't speak much. <laughs> oh, yeah, really? we were bor- both yeah, born, born in Aspen. State. Oh, wow. That's nice. Oh, are, you, are you a skier? I was a snowboarder. And so you grew, up in Puerto, you grew up in Puerto Rico, and did you grow up in Mexico? I grew up when Pretty I was, like, I grew up, like, I'd say from when I was born to, like, four or five in Mexico, between Mexico and L.A., and then from 5 until 12, 13, I was in Aspen. And then intermittently, maybe living in Colombia or wherever my dad was filming. And then from 2001 on, I lived in Puerto Rico. But he has family in Mexico. Like, all of his father's side oh, yeah. family is in Mexico. His aunt, everyone. It's their cousin, oh, yeah. grandmother. Well, when she was alive. Yeah. And growing up, you guys, so how'd you both, you both got into music at a young age? Oh, yeah. Very young. 
Just I mean, music, music was in your blood. I mean, both for both of us, music was in our blood. Um, for me, at least, I always had in my house. It was always like a what was it? What was it? An LP player, and then I would have an array of different opera, like discs from like the Beach Boys, Beatles, you know, Rolling Stones. It was kind of it was cool opportunity to explore different genres of music from before. And then I always had like piano classes, guitar classes, and I mean, I mean, I've always been surrounded by music. We had a recording studio when we moved to Puerto Rico. That was when I kind of got into the recording aspect of it. And I mean always learning because I was also able to learn about other aspects that are not that through Jenny, which is just, it's fun because being an artist, it entails more than just, you know, being able to sing, play music and, and make music in a studio. It's, it's, it's like a combination of, of various elements, you know. And you were always into music too, Jenny? Since, since yes. yes. I used to write a lot of music when I was a kid and I competed in the Miss World pageant and my talent competition in Puerto Rico was playing the piano. So I was always surrounded by music. My grandfather was a luthier and yeah, I always loved music, but I decided to build my career in the entertainment business, doing TV shows and modeling and the whole pageant thing. And those birds are crazy. Could you like go and go shoo, shoo. I can't They're even so hear crazy. it. There's some crazy birds here in Puerto Rico, and we can hear them. It's like annoying. <laughs> okay, well, it looks. It just looks so nice oh, there. Yeah. But go on. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. So no, pretty much. Um, I've always been in the entertainment business since I was a kid, and I started at 16 modeling, and I learned how to do TV, how to stand in front of a camera, how to work the stage, how to do photographs, and everything you know that you need. That is very yeah. important for an artist too. And also I took piano lessons and I was in a choir when I was a kid, like for four years in my school. So I was like, you know, there, but it wasn't until I married Elan that I noticed, okay, so maybe we should start like doing some, do something together. And we started writing music and stuff like that. So. Well, there That's were times awesome. that I would be in a studio making concepts. I was like, I need a female voice. Like me just like flipping out saying how I really needed to be able to work with a female voice. And I mean, how, how'd you guys meet? Like, where'd you meet? So we met at the Miss World Puerto Rico pageant because I was competing and his dad was the host of the show. And yeah, like one of the first meetings was in a nightclub, right? nightclub that his parents used to own here in Puerto Rico. And that's how everything began. But it wasn't until I came back from the pageant. I actually won that pageant, went to the Miss World International. I came back. It was like a year after that that we started dating. And did you feel pressure to go into music along just because of your father? Your father was in music. Was it like... No, honestly, I was always... I loved being in the studio and just creating sounds and exploring um, pop music and reggaeton. And I was I was in Puerto Rico when reggaeton was really underground, and being able to be here and witness that growth to like a, a global phenomenon—it's something really special. Yeah, but you your know? parents had you doing really no. They were music. doing my parents. Ugh. My parents had us doing other types of music, but that didn't mean that me on, it's on so a personal. so outdated. Oh, absolutely. Oh my absolutely. god. But the guidance of my parents in those times—it wasn't. 
it wasn't correct in my opinion and me looking back on it now oh i was like i don't God. know how or why they allowed us to i mean an example just so you know we had a meeting at, at caa with uh, my brother and i we got a meeting with people at caa to see if we could start working with them to see what we could do and then and i'm thinking i'm back on the song that we brought and i was in my i'm like why would my parents let us bring them that crappy song it was us trying to revive like the eighties in a very bad way. Like, how could we do that? We had to, I don't know. We needed better guidance. But Even whatever. in 2011, forward, 2011, you were recording no, something with your that, brother that was and that before. was no, shitty. That was back in 2006, I think it was. It doesn't matter. Um, really, really the, the more important factor was how can you make something that you enjoy making, but at the same time, something that it's current that people can also enjoy. Yeah, but the problem yeah. was that they were in a trip. All of them. You two included. You, you were included too. You were in a trip. And I, mean, I remember. I was being, guided. I was was being, I was being like, not not allowing myself to be in control because they were my parents and they were the managers. Yeah, it was, was 2011. I was pregnant with my daughter, the first one. And I, here's the thing. I had all this experience in marketing because I did so many campaigns like for a bunch of things here in Puerto Rico, right? Big brands. And I was like, dude, you guys like really, you, need, good opinion, you need your sound to match your look, the image, and it needs to be like a complete package. And it, this is not trending now. It's like outdated. The part is it would always shut her down. Yeah. I should say these things are very valid. And then since they, my parents at that time, were the ones that were managing the whole shit. You know, yeah. they were like, oh, no, we know more than you because we've been X amount of time in the industry when she really had some good understanding of what's supposed to be done to actually make something of good quality, you know? So then they were like, okay, so you're married, you have your wife, then we're, don't do the duo anymore with your brother. We're yeah. going to work on your brother. You be alone. And then it was like, okay, so let's just do something together and let's show them, you know, because... Yeah, because we wanted to do something also that was... That was expressing who we were at that moment too. We were married. We had been. We were grown up a lot more. We weren't like kids right. anymore. I mean, we also wanted to work on a project that that we were both part of from the inception. I, I mean, that's at least how I felt. You know? And that's kind of what we saw on. So that was all going on like before the show, right? Because that's kind of what we saw on the show. Oh, that, like, that was happening. <laughs> that's just. That's the show is just portraying everything that it's real. It's 100% real. People are always ask us, like, it's so outrageous. And is Adan really that's like not, that? That's like is, 20% of the reality. Is Adan really like that? Is Fernando really like that? Are they really, is this really happening? Or like, yes, it's worse. It's worse. It's just that the editors love us. Yeah. And they, like, make us look even better because, it's really worse. Like they're even crazier. Alan is way crazier, and Fernando too, and my mother-in-law. The stuff that went down, you have no clue. Yeah. Well, we're gonna get into it in two seconds. Now, also, I just want to note that Alan has poured his fourth drink. I mean, second one for us, but Jenny said he had two. I'm not counting. And then the the, the, the problem is that he has like four drinks and he he starts interrupting me. And then he starts like, I start talking and he talks over me and I'm like, I haven't had four. Were you kidding Before me? we started, did you win? No, that was one. That was two. Dude, it's crazy. You went in, no. you drank one, and then you went one. I had to put more. It doesn't mean that it's two drinks. 
I'll admit it, as important as it is for me to eat healthy and put the right nutrients into my body and hydrate, I'm really not great at it. I'm always on the go. I'm never making that a priority, and I'm always hungry. This was a real problem until I discovered 310 Nutrition. I love 310 Nutrition's water hydrators. You just add them to water, and they make your water taste so much better. They also have refreshing lemonade mixes. My personal favorite, they're all-in-one shakes. I love their caramel sundae, their vanilla cake, the shamrock cream. I drink one of these shakes and it totally satisfies my hunger. They're low in fat and low carbs, which I love. They also satisfy my carb craving. But don't take my word for it. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with code VELVETROPE and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 off your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and it's easy to put together an order or start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code VELVETROPE right now for 50% up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code VELVETROPE. Listen, I don't judge. If it's two shots, is it still one drink? Do it. If it's a double shot. If it's seventy five point five. Yeah, if it's a double one, shot yeah. in one, it's still one drink, right? It's still one drink. Listen, I like drink double Grey Goose on the rocks, and I count that as one drink. Yeah, you but this is seventy five point five percent alcohol by volume. It's well, like- listen, there's nothing else to do. We're in a quarantine, so yeah, that's true. You as might. As you don't get annoying. Uh, I'm cool. You, I, I've actually been drinking less in the quarantine. Believe it or not. No. Well, because like I'm more of like a social go out drinker, but you guys like are together, so it's like different, you know? Yeah, with kids, like we need to drink. Yeah, that's true. There's mm-hmm. no friends. I mean, listen, I'm from New York, so everybody in New York drinks. So let's talk about the show. So now, do you guys watch Bravo before this show? Like, were you fans of Bravo? Jenny, yeah. Mm-hmm. Number one fan, Jenny. I think I was the only one in the cast. To be honest, no, I was the only one in the yeah. cast. I was like, you guys are like wrong. Stop watching telenovelas. Like you need to watch Bravo for real. What did you watch? Did you have any favorites? The Housewives, Vanderpump Rules, um, Shafts of Sunset. I started when The Housewives started with OC. Really? That's it, Yeah, like way back. Way so back. You were, same here. So you really were like a huge Bravo fan. Yeah, of course. I never in a million years thought that I was going to be doing a show with Bravo, ever, in a million years. When they said, like, you're going to be doing a show with Bravo, Bravo said yes, I was like, what? That shit. And then they told us the premiere party is going to be with the Housewives of Beverly Hills. I'm like, what? I'm going to get to meet them. Crazy. I want to see them face to face. I want to see the fillers. I want to see the wigs. <laughs> I want to see everything. Like, who is there, like, on TV? How do they look on real, you know, there in person? We're going to get into all that because I didn't even realize that they were at the premiere party. Did you have like a favorite on Bravo before you were on the show? Like who was your favorite? Did you have like a favorite show? Yes, the Housewives of Atlanta and Beverly Hills. Like mm, I like both, you know, I like Atlanta a lot. It's really entertaining, especially when they were all together. Like the, you know, all of them, they start leaving the show and then it's like weird, but I was there watching the episode with Gone with the Wind, twirl. That's, and now she's back. This, like, season of Atlanta is so good. It is so good. Kenya is a gift from above. It's just crazy, like, all the things that happened to her. I don't even know if she, like, 
does it on purpose just to have a storyline or if it's she's really right. like that i don't know but no after i work with bravo i know that they live by the motto of okay you need to be 100 percent real we yeah. don't want bullshit here so and they cast you and they want somebody that is real and they do it when we did the casting on skype they on were skype. very specific that you needed to be here you know you cannot be fake nor anything so well, that's the thing. How did the casting go about? Like, were you guys living, like, in Puerto Rico at the time? Like, who came to no. you with the show? Okay, so we were we were going out to Mexico. Since we got married, we've been in Mexico a bunch of times. Always back and forth to Mexico. Yeah. And then we were in Florida. And first of all, we weren't even supposed to be on the show because my mother and father-in-law didn't want us to be in the show mm -hmm. because it wasn't convenient for them because we weren't going to follow their script because Fernando, my father-in-law, was like, we need to have a family script. They wanted, they so, wanted to make sure that certain things didn't go out yeah. in the open. So they didn't want I it in there. How, yeah, so... Yeah, the so, producer told us yeah. that. Oh, wow. So, so what happened was that the families met a producer from Campanario Entertainment and Shen Media, and then they were like, oh, we're looking for families that are fun, that they live in Mexico, we want to do like a reality show in Mexico, blah, like blah, blah. Families. There were like 10 families. They did the castings, all of them, and then they narrowed it to three families. When they got to the tripod, they were like, okay, so tell us, show us pictures. Oh, who's this and that, and this and that in that picture? Oh, that's my son, Elan, and the wife, Why Jenny. Haven't we talked to them? Why haven't we talked to them? No, 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 they don't want to be on the show. And then, like, we like, didn't know that, that they didn't know. No, but we really need to talk to them because if we don't talk to them, like you guys cannot be on the show. And they were like, okay, fine. So you can talk to them, but they don't want to be on the show. They interviewed us and they were like, you guys are so funny you and so real. And you're saying the opposite of what your mom and dad are saying. You guys are super real and we love you. You need to be on the show. And they died. The tripod died when that's, they knew that we were going to be on the show. Well, I could see your father, not that I know him, but just from what we saw on TV, like I could see them wanting to control the whole narrative. Oh my God, you have, uh, you have no idea. Well, you have no clue. While we're filming, my mom making phone calls to like Bravo execs at like the top of the chain with no need to be making those type of phone calls at all. Trying to say, oh, the production is trying to manipulate what we're doing. When in reality, it was just normal family shit that goes down. And it was just a reality that was happening. But of course, the executives are used to that. They, they <laughs> yeah. know that already. They've been doing that for years. You know, it's not their first rodeo. And they so. probably loved it. They probably loved that. Like there was, you know, some like real family drama, like nothing major. But oh, that yeah. you guys were doing your own thing. And, you know, you weren't just there to do as told. Like you kind of were really. Yeah. So they must have really... loved that. It was so crazy. A lot of shit went down because of that. And everything that you saw actually happened. It was worse things. It was even, yeah, worse things. But I think, you know, they did it in a very funny way. And that's really cool. I laughed. I still I laugh so with the show. So, so were you guys, like, shocked when you got the show? I mean, what was your family shocked? I mean, out of all these families? Yeah. Yeah. After the castings, they told us, you have to, you know, we need to film in Mexico for, like, three weeks. We need to do a pilot. To see if Bravo wants to pick it, pick up the show, blah blah blah. So we went to Mexico with the pilot. It was really funny. A lot of stuff happened after the pilot. They say yes, we're gonna do the show. Get ready. These are the dates that we're gonna start shooting the show. Don't tell anybody. Blah blah blah. So we did that. The pilot was in 2017. 
the pilot was in 2017. We started oh, filming wow. in 2018. The castings were 2016, 2017. With the pilot, I mean, we shoot the show in 2018. It came on, it came out on air in 2019, and now they're negotiating season two. So it's crazy. It's like one season per year. I was gonna. 19, how long? 20, 21. How long did you guys film for? Like, was that whole season a short filming or three months? Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. So three months because it was the first season was and it was fun. crazy because because so the fun. producers and everything it was in Mexico it was complicated you know Mexico it was the first time it was the first time they were shooting a Bravo was shooting a show outside of the United States you know for like a whole season for a whole season that's right Mexico and not only because they have below deck and stuff like they do it in a boat and it's you know it's not in the United States but it's, this one is different it's actually in a country you know. The boat is it is it is it a closed environment? Yeah, you know, so it's different. Do, do people in Mexico watch Bravo? Is yes, Bravo they big? do, but they uh -huh. but they watch it not on the TV. Like, come on, do it through streaming platforms. It's on TLC Latin America. Oh yeah, it's true. The, it's the Bravo TL, show it's comes either streaming or TLC Latin America because the show was aired on Bravo, you know, and Hulu and Amazon Prime, Amazon Prime and Hayu, you know, for different countries, but then. For Latin America, it, it's airing right now in Brazil, as, as we speak, and it's, it's on TLC Latin America, and it's doing really good. Like the yeah, numbers really, really are like well. tripled from what like we got in the United on, States. On, on really, it's crazy. Yeah. And not only that, our super teaser on the network in Bravo was the most viewed in history of Bravo. Online, but they, online. Don't, they don't use the, uh, the online numbers to decide. Uh, Right. They wait till it comes out, which I have a lot to say about that, too, and yeah. about the show. But did you guys know any of the other families before you, like, were they known, like, Oscar? Like, are these well-known yes. families? Oh, yeah, in Mexico? Of All yeah. of the families knew each other. Mexico, you know, if you have a name and a reputation, a lot of people know you, especially Fernando. His father, you know, is very well-known in Mexico. They know us because of his father, obviously. And the other families, too, like, everybody knows each other. That's good. And then when you guys started filming, like, was it what you expected? Were you like, I have to do the same scene three times and walk in the door no. so they get their shot? Everyone no. was in the moment very, sp like, spontaneous. Well, sometimes, like, if we had to come in, oh, you guys have to go back and come in again yeah, because the of the lighting or something, things like that. Yes. Very minimal stuff, okay? But if you are at the moment and, and there's some, some shit going down, they're not going to tell you, do that again. No. Right. They just let things go with the flow. And it was really weird having cameras all the time with you and a you microphone forgot. because you, for, you forget that you have a microphone with you and then you start saying stuff. And you're like, whoa. The with the microphone on. And everybody like, yeah. So it's really weird, but it's fun. Yeah, it makes it very, very a different experience. It's fun. It's exciting. I mean, opening up to the world, it's some people may think it's difficult, but to a certain extent, I found it like a healing experience because you get to know yourself. You kind of get to see yourself in the third person and say, damn, wow, I was a real asshole right there. Or, you know, oh, wow, I did. I was nice. There. You know, like, or like I just need to go and get some fillers or something because I look like shit. <laughs> I don't know, however you want to see it, you know. What about your brother, Adon? Like, was he, you know what I mean? Because you guys had all that on camera. How did all that play out? Like, were you guys oh all happy gosh. to be doing it together? 
Yeah, of well, course. Yeah, well, it's not the first time that all that plays out, you know? That's just the first time it happens on camera. This right. is the now after the show. Obviously, they their egos, you know, went, went up to the head and other things, and that's why we don't speak to them right now at the moment after yeah, everything aired issues. and multiple issues. Yeah. That's what I was going to ask you. So, like, after the show came out, did you see any changes? Like, I mean, were you guys instantly recognized, like, in Puerto Rico, Mexico, Florida? Like, yes, all the time. in New York a lot. In New York a lot, in uh, Boca. In, Boca, Miami, in Miami, Boca, in Miami, in LA, in um, Texas, pretty much in everywhere, even Puerto Rico. Yeah, it's true. Everywhere, yeah. Like you didn't find one place more than another. You got recognized in New York. New York really? is the place yeah. where yeah. number because we did a lot of media tours in New York too, and that's true. We were a lot in New York too, so that's why we got recognized a lot there. Well, I have that picture with you, Alon. I was at Watch What Happens the night that you guys were. I remember. Were, I remember. Remember that? Because yeah. I, I wanted to go so bad. I know. I was like, I'm not calling. Tini's not calling. She's like, Tini's like, you're going. Going, dude. You're, you're going. going. Like, no. It was because you were there the same night Lala was there from Vanderpump. It was a good night to be there. And I had a function before, and then I went to this after, and I was like, I was all dressed up, and I'm like, I'm not dressed up just for Watch What Happens. So were you guys thrilled to be coming like to New York to do press and like to be a to be the bartenders? Like that's kind of a big deal. Oh, it was very fun. We had a wonderful time. Uh, we had been in New York. I think um, it was two weeks before actually. So it was like I was going back to New York after we did our promo tour, and then we did another one when we were there with uh, with Watch What Happens Live, and we were actually back in New York in November. So we've been in New York a lot. Do you guys interact with Lala at all that night, or or Andy? Uh, my my brother interacted a lot with both of them. Like he lot. just went right up to them, right? He went up to Lala. He just gave her this huge like Me Too moment, bro. It was it was hilarious. And she's like, "Wait a second, I have a boyfriend." <laughs> <laughs> I was, oh. No, but Adam was more into Andy than Lala. No, I, maybe. I mean, look at the video. Was uh, was Andy engaging? Because sometimes Andy just kind of keeps oh, to himself. Andy was great. We I did a live, and he was he came over. He yeah, gave, he was engaging. He gave us an, a hug. He's like, "How long are you in New York?" He was very nice, very kind. And then what about? So you mentioned like what? Like it went to people's heads. Like whose head do you think it really went to the most after being on the show? Adon. <laughs> and your dad. <laughs> and your mom. <laughs> I could see that, you know, so now, so they're not so peak moment, you know, and they're in Puerto Rico now too, but they're separate from you guys. Like you guys, very, I mean, we're only visiting. We just stayed here because of the whole. Yeah. Do you want the three of them still live together? Yep. You know, the tripod. He's never going to get married again. Leaves The whole thing falls. He's never going to get married again. They don't let him do like anything. He's there with mommy and daddy, probably oh. drinking the milk all the time, every day during the mornings, cuddling in the bed. I don't know. Which, by the way, I didn't notice that until I saw it on the show. The whole adult. We were always show. thinking, why? Oh and yeah. Comes to our house. We don't have any milk. Why is the milk? Why are we running out of milk every time Adan comes? And we thought it, there were, it was the kids. Yeah, we were. We never like, okay. noticed it until we saw the show. Until we saw the show. That's what's happening. Well, as like, as like the viewer, you were so happy when he moved out and came and stayed with you guys for a minute. And then you're like, oh, you're right back. You're like, 
I couldn't imagine even staying with my parents for a month. I would go crazy. So I don't I know. know how. He's like, special. He's like just, a, I don't know. He's just crazy. I mean, he likes it because he doesn't have to do anything. And his mom takes care of him like a baby, you know. And he has it easy. He wants. He likes the comfortable life. He doesn't want to hustle or work or go get a job. And I don't know. He never holds up a job. Is that how you say it? No one from Toronto. Yeah, he doesn't hold up a job. Long. Yeah. And like growing up along, like, did you guys always have that like music rivalry thing? Or you were kind of, you were in sync with music when you were younger. Uh, to be blunt. Yeah. When we were doing music, even though we were doing music together, when we would write, there was always this like, like this weird like vibe. Even I even tried doing it like I think not like a year ago or something more than a year no more than a year ago whatever it just doesn't it didn't mesh it wasn't chill because I've been able to write with so many people. Astrid, you're more easygoing than Adan. You're a bit difficult too. Sometimes I fight with you, but yeah. you're more easygoing than Adan. Adan, it's my just is worse than Adan. Oh my god, Adan, I cannot work. No, Adan thinks that he's the superstar, and I I'm not off key. I'm seeing imperfect. Dude, you're so off key. Like you can. No, you cannot hit that note. No. If I type my butthole really hard, I can hit that note. No, you cannot hit that note. No. You don't sound good. And you're like, uh-uh. Who'd you guys love musically growing up? Like, who were your people? Like, I like loved so much Selena Quintanilla. And you, Bob Marty. I, I know that. I full-on Bob Marty fan. My, yeah. my nanny was from St. Kitts and Nevis. Something. Go and sun kits on needles. Sun kits on nevis. I mean, I know her accent. That's nevis. good. Nevis? Nevis? Needles? No? Nevis. 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 Oh, okay, yeah. That. So she had a CD, a Bob Marley CD. It was like Legend. You know Bob Marley Legend? Yeah. That whole, yeah. That whole CD. So every night I was like, put Bob Marley for me, please, put Bob Marley. So she had this little like, you know, before they had like these little cassette players. You had the cassette yeah. on the front with the CD on the top. Oh, I know. CD in, you know, and... Yeah. That was my thing, you know. You love Maria. You know Selena Quintanilla. Yeah. You know who Selena is? What? Oh, Selena. Selena. Yeah, 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 Selena. Yeah. Selena, Selena. Quintanilla. Okay. Yeah. Selena, like okay. the Selena, the original, oh. like the yeah. OG. Yeah. Like Selena, she was like she wasn't even born yet. You know? No, like, Selena. Selena's yeah. yes. Selena's great. So you love Selena yeah. and you love Bob Marley. Yeah. Man. So is like a mix of those two. To a certain degree, yeah. To a certain degree, yeah. Right. Yes. Say yes. Those are two good ones. And you mentioned J Lo. No, I like Selena. So J Lo. No, no, J Lo did a movie. Her first acting gig. Oh was yeah, yeah. Portraying Selena. Yeah, yeah, I like J Lo too, but I really like Selena. Like Selena could sing. You like Selena yeah. better. Yeah. I like J Lo. I mean, I love J Lo too. I love J Lo too. Don't get me wrong. J Lo can dance. Like she did an amazing performance in the Super Bowl. I was like, oh, get exactly. it get it like i loved it but absolutely you know i like j-lo more now than i did when i was younger now i'm like okay i get it it took me yeah out. yeah me too so what about your music now like you guys are what's the current state of your music like what are you guys working on so we were supposed to be recording right now our right. our next single and we're, we're supposed to be doing a music video too and the whole shebang but coronavirus so we're screwed 
we we're cannot do music, anything. We're putting together like concepts, talking to. Yeah, we're gonna upload a cover because we're supposed to be yeah. uploading covers, singing here at home. So we're gonna do one today. We're supposed to upload something. I think we're gonna do something funny on TikTok and maybe sing something a cappella. You know, to be TikTok's funny. Fun. TikTok's fun. It's funny. TikTok's so. Fun. So yeah. <laughs> I, well, I said I would never, ever, ever and get onto TikTok, and now it's so funny. Last night I finally downloaded it. I can't Sorry. figure out. I can't figure out how to use it yet. But this is how. That's how it happens, happens to all of us. That happens to all of us, my friend. It's so. I'm like. I found the yeah. music I want, and I can't. I'm gonna have to like Google like how to actually do a video. I on googled it. It works. So it's we're gonna like, be doing some TikTok videos today. We're gonna upload some music, and I think that's pretty much it. And once this whole working. virus goes away. Then we will. We have to go back to Miami. We have to go to the music studio and we'll do some featurings too with some artists. You know, some from Jamaica, others from Puerto Rico. We're just trying to like fuse music in new ways that are exciting and fun. And like the show must have helped with that, right? Like there must be more eyes on you now than before the show. Yeah, totally, totally. Obviously, the show centered more in the whole family drama. Hopefully, for season two, we're gonna be doing showing more music music because we want people to actually like see us working and doing music yeah well you guys seem really serious about your music on on the show and what was this so wait at you had a premiere party for the show and the beverly hills housewives were there Mm -hmm. that was last year that was last year february February. February. yeah last year february uh it was a premiere party and they told shows. us it's going to be in a Mexican restaurant in Los Angeles because they gave us the show. Our show aired on Tuesday's night, which I think it was a mistake because people after the Housewives of Beverly Hills, it's really late. They don't want to watch anything else. Weekday. They go. It's a weekday. You know, if we ha- <laughs> if we were on a weekend, we probably got higher more. numbers, you yeah. know, because the show is so popular. So it's crazy. But. Um, yeah, so we went there to the Mexican restaurant. We did the whole press. Everything was going, everybody was going crazy. They loved the show because the people that were there doing the press already saw episode one and they loved it. So then the housewives come in from Beverly Hills and which there was, was a lot the of dog, drama. Which was the one with the dog? Vanderpump. Lisa yeah. Vanderpump. Uh, so, so she came with the dog uh, and the husband and everything. There was some major drama there because Kyle, you know that Mauricio. Kyle's husband is Dory's cousin. He's Dory's cousin. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, So Mauricio was awesome hanging out with us. He's Mexican too. He was a party, you know? But Kyle was crying her eyes out, like crying because she had a major problem there with Lisa because Lisa arrived and then she left and everybody was like looking at each other like really bad. And there was a major. Was this being filmed or they were like just coming? No, it wasn't filmed. That happened were, there at the premiere party. Did they like, did Bravo invite all the housewives or they just came? Yeah, it was their premiere party too. They oh, put I, both premiere parties together. Oh my God. And Kyle was crying because she was having a problem yeah. with Lisa. Yeah, because Lisa arrived. Oh they looked at each other really bad. Then Lisa left. And then Mauricio came to hang out with me and we were just, he's like, ah. and, and Kyle left and she was crying and the other housewives were talking about Lisa and what happened. And I was like, some shit is going down here. And I'm like, can I take a picture with you guys? And they were like, oh. did you get your picture? I did. Did you get it with the whole cast? <laughs> yep. That Except is Lisa, for... because Lisa left. 
So Lisa just was like in and out. Lisa left. Yep. She, she had the dog. She had Ken. She had Ken. She had the dogs. She arrived there. She did the red carpet. And she left right after. And she left right after. She talked to us actually. She was nice to us, and she said, "Oh, leave this place and come to my oh, restaurant." You, oh, so the only thing that she told to us, she, she was like, "The only place you should have cocktails is at my uh, at my bar. What was it called? The bar? Bar? Sir. The, the one. The Tom, one next sir. to Tom. No, no, Tom. Sir. But, sir. Nope. Tom, 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 Tom. And we went. We took a picture there, kissing in front of the. It was a beautiful bar. That's yeah, a good one. Good. Who are you most shocked to like? Who are you happiest to see out of the Beverly Hills Housewives? Um, there was I was Erica. excited. Okay, so this is crazy because I was excited to see Erica, but I was so disappointed because she was such a bitch. <laughs> Oh, she was God. such a bitch. It's the truth. I have to tell you my experience. She was such a bitch. She, I told her, let's yeah, take a picture, and she was like, she didn't want to take a picture with me until she noticed that I was part of the cast yeah, of true. Mexican Dynasties. She saw me on the video. She was like, okay, yeah, let's take a picture. And I'm like, girl, you really? know, now you want to take a picture with me? And then we took the picture, and she was like such a bitch. The other rest of the cast was really nice. Teddy was nice. Um. Kyle was nice, but she was, like, upset about Lisa. And all of them were trying to, like, this was Kyle in the middle, and all of them were trying to, like, oh, don't worry, Kyle, you know, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah. What about, so Teddy was nice. What about Dorit? Dorit was nice, you know. She wasn't bad. She wasn't good. She was just, like, neutral, you know, but she's tiny. I thought that she was gonna, she was big. No. She's really, really, really petite. She is. Really she's petite. really thin. Like, she's really Cara thin. Was like, like, really short and really thin and really little, and I was like, oh, let's take a she was nice. She took a picture with me, and she wasn't, like, bitchy or anything, and yeah. What about Lisa Renna? Lisa Renna was, was she? Remember La de los Labios Grande? The one with the big lips and the short hair. She was a bit you, bitchy too. I don't remember. I don't recall. But she wasn't. She was like. She wasn't as bitchy, bitchy as Erica, but she was right there in the you're same saying, street. You're saying Erica was the bitchiest. Erica was the bitchiest, and I was so disappointed it's because so, she was, Yeah, like because. Not bitchy. Mierda, eh. Is that translatable? No, she was bitchy. I don't know how you. Say it. Mierda is not bitchy though. No, mierda. era bitchy. Como que, yeah. yeah, but bitchy is like. Bitch, but she was mierda. a bitch. Yeah, but bitch is being a bitch. But being said, is being like. Not, not, there's, there's no translation yeah, there for is, that. There is a translation. You know. Stuck up. No. Yeah, like, what's the word when you're like you you have like money and then you feel like you're like you're entitled and you're like oh I'm like so much better than everyone else. Like, what's that? What's the, snobby. Entitled, snobby. Like, snobby. 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 But she was bitchy and snobby, and now then my, you have. You now have mind you. I've like met all of these people many times. Notice how I'm just listening. I'm not saying anything, but keep going. Yeah, and then Lisa was like a bit bitchy too, you know. And I was like, let's take a picture, and she was like, and then she left about face. Like she left. She didn't engage nor anything. Kyle That's actually, she looked stunning that night. Like I looked, was, I looked damn like, good, uh, you know. Like, she was like over like. At the higher taller than everybody. And everybody was, all the cameras oh, were yeah. on me and interviewing us and everything. And I was like, why aren't they like, why are they like? But Kyle was talking to us. She was pretty nice, she actually. And also, Teddy was nice, you know. Um, was, all of them were but, nice and said. 
Was Camille there or Camille Grammer? Camille was wasn't there. No, I didn't see Heather. But also, I mean, I, I don't, you don't know who Camille I, is. I, I didn't see Camille there. And if honest, she was, was there, she got left in the crowd. And so, and so Erica actually just said like, no, when you asked for a yeah. picture. No, thanks. The first time that she asked for it. Yeah, the first time. But then after the whole promo came out and she noticed that, that Jenny was from the show, you know. She was like, oh, yeah, let's take a picture together. Wow. Yeah, like, girl, like I was the fan. Why are you she doing, you're tearing up my heart. Down. Yeah, that's not, yeah. that's not. So Kyle was the nicest or Teddy. Yeah, and then you have, uh, what's her name, Brooke Shields? Brooke Shields? No, como que se llama ella? Oh, I don't know. No, what's the name of the other one? I keep forgetting. It's not Brooke Shields. It's the other one. Um, She's oh. an actress, too. What's Denise. her name? Denise Richards. Denise, Denise, Denise. I always... She was like, actually really nice. She was actually really nice. She, Denise she was, was nice. nice. I do remember her being nice. Denise was really nice. And then you have um, Teddy's husband. He's Latin. Yes. And yeah, he was, he talked a lot. Really? He was, he was very nice. It was a little bit of me too. Really? Like, like dude, okay, adios, bye. To you? He was nice, but yeah, he was nice, but he was like, you know, and Elan came into the picture, el esposo de una de ellas, que, habla, que era latino también. Que me estaba hablando me, con me cojones. Puse, puse, yeah, me dan ganas de sensitive. And I was like, hello. I don't remember, but I was like, hi. He was, he was touchy. Like, <laughs> so he was very touchy. <laughs> he was like, mm, uncomfortable, but he was nice. But mm, In uncomfortable. Interesting. And, and then, then PK he, was there. PK was there too. And who? he was PK. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. PK was there and he was pretty nice drinking. And stuff you know mingling but the funner one was mauricio mauricio was, was in muletas how do you call how do you say muletas crutches crutches oh he had broken a leg or yeah yeah did any did they stay for a long time like did you guys party with them or mauricio hang out stayed Mauricio's the only one that stayed with all the party. way and the others do they they oh, stayed party, but kyle party. left kyle left really fast the other stayed and lisa too lisa left first and then kyle started crying and then kyle left and then Mauricio was like, see ya, bye, you can go, I'm going to stay here party. And that was, I was feeling like, what? I was feeling like, what happened here? Kyle left crying, Mauricio stayed, hanging out with everybody, some shit's going down. Yeah, yeah. And you guys ended up going to TomTom Tom afterwards for a drink? No. A different day? We went to another another night, we went to another night to TomTom, Tom, yeah. Another night, but not that night, because we, you know we stayed there a long time and then we were tired. So. Yeah, we did Tom Tom and Pump in one night. So that's that's the way to do it. I mean, why do you think? Because listen, I don't say this about every show. I thought it was such a good fucking show. It was so good, Mexican Dynasties. Really, you. you know what it was? It was cast so well. Like there was no weak link. Like all like Oscar is so interesting, and then like. It, there really was a great cast. Like, why do you think it didn't do well enough to come back? I mean, listen, I was it devastated. Was a, it was the time. It was because it was a Tuesday night after the Housewives of Beverly Hills. And we always we knew from the get-go. The we knew from the get-go. When they told us that was the, the, time, the slot. time slot, we were like, oh, uh oh, we're in it trouble. on a Sunday evening or a Saturday evening. It would have been, been golden. Yeah. But that, that was 
bad time, but that was the only one open and that's what we got. But even though we had that, you know, bad slot, we did really good on digital. Really, really good. It was so good. It was so good that it's being aired twice in Latin America. It's the second oh, wow. time. The execs didn't really care, apparently, because they were they had changed uh, leadership from NBC. Universal. That's a problem. They did a bunch of like, leadership changes, and they fired a bunch of people. And yeah. everyone that had backed uh, Mexican dynasties had been fired, pretty much. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it was a whole restructuring of the network. And then I think it was just bad timing. But I think that it was also good that it did so well with the people and people actually love the show because that is what is saving us now to do a season two. The numbers in Latin America were so amazing. It's saving us that there are two networks, well, two avenues interested to the season two and that's pretty good, you know? And it was nominated, the show, yeah. And and the show was nominated for four awards, which is crazy. Where? In Latin America? No, in the U.S. In the US. It was, oh, we really? were nominated even at the Real Screen Awards. Oh, wow. So that's really good. Well, everybody I know that actually watched the show, there's nobody that didn't love it. It was like the best fucking yeah. show. It was so good. Yeah, but, you know, um, I don't know what's going to happen with Bravo. If they're going to, right now they're airing Family Karma. And I don't know if they're going to yeah. give him a season two or not. I know that they have really good um, horario. Ora, no, horario. horario. It's a Sunday. It's a Sunday. So obviously a Sunday you're going to do better because especially now with coronavirus and stuff, you're in your house. So obviously yeah, you're going to watch TV, you know. And I don't know if they're going to give him a season two or not. But I know that people, I get so many messages and people are comparing it so much. And they're like, give us back Mexican dynasties. We, we actually want to watch Mexican dynasties. Um, Family Karma copied pretty much everything from Mexican Dynasty, from the font yeah. to the pictures to the whole like story having a dude like Adon, you know? Yeah. That's my opinion, but it's the truth. We were very different, you know, when we arrived and we to Bravo. We did it in 2018. So, yeah. <laughs> before the whole Latino. Uh, or ethnic. Well, like, yeah, before the, the whole uh, Mexican <laughs> ethnic, but like. Because the, you have the shafts of sunsets, the shafts of sunsets. I feel that they fill up that slot of, you know, um, ¿cómo se dice? Middle, Middle Yeah, you know, but now they're bringing the Indians, and I don't know what's going to happen with shafts of sunsets, but I like shafts of sunsets better, in my opinion. Shafts of sunset is a great show. Yeah. This, this season, it's great. But you know what came out after Mexican Dynasties was Texicanas, and I, I didn't think yeah. it was really, like, I don't know if you saw it. It was, like, not good. Yeah, no, a lot of people didn't like Texicanas because yeah. obviously Texicanas came to, you know, to fill that space up that yeah. we left, you know? We left, like, a, like a hole there. I was, yeah. like, I was like, why is Mexican Dynasties gone and this is what's on? Because this is horrible and that was so good. Yeah, I know. We were, we were devastated when they said, like, Bravo doesn't want to do a season two, blah, blah, blah. We're like, what? And it wasn't about the money. It wasn't about the money. Was- they lowered the budget and they still didn't want to do it, so. It was why, I don't you know, know why. but at the end of the day, I think it's Mexico, you know, and there's this whole political dilemma with the United States. Mexico, probably that, I don't know, but only know. the good thing is that we have this other... There's two other networks interested. So there's like, there's now there's certain networks that are actually interested, possibly. Well, yeah. two, I call them avenues because it's not actually like a network, like TLC, you know? I think well, you're one of them owns multiple networks. 
Your microphone is off, Jenny. Oh. Something. The, the Something happened. Looked, yeah, maybe it ran out of battery. For a minute. Just I could still hear you. It's just very... Oh, okay. Yeah, so I think, like, I don't call them um, networks. I think they're avenues because, obviously, it's not like a major network like TLC, you know, or NBC or something like that. Sometimes that's better, though. Yeah, but obviously people nowadays, almost they, they never turn on the TV to watch. Seriously. Digital, so we're going to be good if one of those say yes to the project. It's going to be really good, and people are going to get a chance to watch the season two. And that's what matters for us. You know? Well, I, I, I mean, just some inside information. One of the, the ones that are interested, I had spoken to the VP not too long ago, and he said that it looks very doable, but he has to obviously run it through the channel. So that's just one of the two avenues. That's so good. I, I I think that it's uh it's it's very possible. We just gotta obviously let time take uh, you know the time take its course and and let let everything happen. Why don't you take this off? I think I can hear you. Oh, sorry. Yeah. And you. Th- and you. Wait one minute. I can hear you guys. You guys sound good. You look good. So far, everyone I've spoken to has looked good this week. Sorry, man. What was that gonna say? Can you hear me now? Yeah, we can hear you. It's just that the headphones run out of battery. That's why I never use this type of headphones. There we go, there we go. Better, yay. Can you hear us? Yeah, perfect. Better. What was I gonna say? Um, would you think everybody would be back if you did another season, like the whole cast? Your whole yeah, family? Yeah, even if even though we have a lot of drama with the tripod, they're definitely gonna come back, of course. I mean, they're narcissists, so and, but it was it was fun filming too. I mean, whether there yeah, were issues fun. or not, it was such a beautiful experience. The the production company, they're like family already. They're so one such wonderful people, and it was it was really fun because being able to show Mexico in a different light is is really great. Yeah, this time for a season two, I would love them. I would love the production to come to Puerto Rico yeah. and see my family, and also see Puerto Rico, not only Mexico and also Florida, you know, and LA because that's Florida true. And LA. So they can do some in Mexico, some in LA, some in Florida, some in Puerto Rico. Show that would be good. Animals, you know? Yeah, I mean, like if you're truly traveling around between all these places, that would be interesting. Yeah, it's gonna be different, interesting. Also, we have some media tours that we have to do about the music, and we have to actually sing in a crowd with people. And we would like the cameras to come with us and see the whole process backstage, oh, finding autographs, you know, sharing with the people all the. Shebang, you know. Are you guys gonna go like on like a mini tour with your music, or we did? You... We actually did a mini tour. We did a tour in Texas. Well, it was a big tour. It wasn't like tiny. Yeah, we did four city tour in Texas last year. Oh we wow! Texas, and then we did a whole tour. Like in, we went to LA. We went to Texas. Yeah, we did a media we tour. New York, Miami. Like so, we will be doing that again. You know, singing on stage. We will plan everything once the season two is approved and. Probably like one in Miami at the Gibson Room or something like that. That'd yeah. be a, that'd be a we good. Have to go to that, that would be a good New York place because they invited us. That'd to be a there. good place to do. Yeah. Once you're allowed to move around again. So it Pretty sounds cool. like so that's what so for the future it's maybe Mexican Dynasties season two more new music. So you guys are busy. That's really good. So anything well, anything else you want to leave us with? Anything else you want to say? Anything else you want to get off your chests? Yeah, so if you're a fan of me- 
Mexican dynasties, definitely expect a season two because Good. we know for a fact that the producers want to do it and we have people interested. And of course, we're on time because Mexican Dynasty season one came out 2019. Season two will be coming out 2020. So it's 21. 2020 this year. This year. Yeah. Uh, do you want us to do it this year and then end? No, they said that they will do it this year. Oh, wow. It will, the fast. filming will be shorter. Ah. Wow. Like a month and a half, shooting probably two months, and then they edit really fast. It's different. So it came you know, this year, and hopefully everything's going to be nice and dandy, so... That would be amazing if that happens, and it comes out this year. That would be amazing. That's the goal. And then you'll come back to New York, you'll do some more press. We already have lined up a bunch of things that people want to interview us in New York. Always in New York. And we have to go and sing in New York. You know, we were there in October, actually, and it was pretty November. amazing. November, November, right. November. Well, when, you, when you'll come, we'll, we'll like go out for drinks. Thank for you. Thank sure. You so for just sure. Be, just because I'm drinking coffee at the moment does not mean I don't love my drinks. Yes. So before we go, this is what I have to do. I have to take a picture of you guys. This is the world that we live in now. First of all, you guys both look great. You look totally, everyone I speak to is outside. You guys are like, that's perfect. And now I have to do one more thing. This is what we have to do now. We have to take a picture together. Yay! Don't deal. This is this is what the world has come to, okay? We have to go like this and like this. Just so we can like have our pictures and promote this when it comes out. So Perfect. that's great. You guys are amazing. Thank great. you so much. Hopefully, you'll have another one of those drinks. You'll have more wine. Yes. Absolutely. No, he, like, finished everything, my man. Just have another one. You're, like, you've, like, inspired me to drink today. So now I'm going to drink. Hey. It's past 12 o'clock. We're good. It is. Cheers. You guys are amazing. I love it. I love you guys. We'll definitely do drinks when you come or I'll come down there. Wonderful. It was great chatting. Thank you so much, both of you. I really appreciate it. All right, bye-bye. I'll keep in touch. All right, bye, guys. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're behind the Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me, 
and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.